How's it going, boys? And welcome back to the official Stuffed Animal Podcast. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about uh, velvet stuffed animals. We're going to be talking about wool stuffed animals. Uh, and... Uh, boys, he's not actually serious. We're talking <laughs> about the trade deadline today. <laughs> as much as... Are you sure? I mean, that's not what I signed up as for. As much as I would love to talk about stuffed animals for an hour, or 45 minutes to an hour, we have, to, we have some business to discuss... The NHL trade deadline was today, ended at uh, 3 p.m., and we got a lot of big trades to discuss here. Yeah, um, Bobrovsky went to the Florida Panthers. Yeah, and, and freaking Panarin went to nowhere. No, nah, but, I mean, those those were definitely some of the big names we thought would happen, but um, they did not. We do have some other names, so, I mean, we'll discuss. I mean, I mean, how should we get into this? Like, it's it's... Okay, so let's go. Let's start out with. I, mean, I, I have all my the smaller ones. The smaller all right, we'll get ones. get smaller ones first. Okay, so I got all my notes right here. Let's find one of the smaller ones here. Uh, what about the the Duclair one? All right, you know, honestly, it's not that small, but you know, we can dive into it. So Ottawa acquired well, Duclair's pretty Anthony trash, Duclair, so. two second round picks from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for Ryan Dezingle. Uh, personally, I think both teams made up very well here. I mean, Duclair's on, what, his, like, fifth team now, so he's struggling a little bit. <laughs> he's trash. Yeah, he, it's, it's been a bit of a yikes for him. I don't know. He's definitely struggling. I mean, he's still young. He's got time. They did get two more seconds, which is very good for them, and Columbus got Dezingle, who's definitely going to help, hopefully, in their postseason. I mean, I don't know. They probably... I like Ryan Dezingle. I think he's definitely a, a nifty little player. You know, he's just kind of a speedster. He's, he's... Definitely a middle six forward. And he has a lot of talent, but people don't realize it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. I'm a big fan of Ryan Zigler. I think he's pretty underrated. And i um, excited to see what he does in Columbus. So, uh, oh, ASMR. What, 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 you, what you snacking on over there? All right, so today, <laughs> just a little quick thing. We got our uh, snack of the week. So I did a little bit of ASMR for you guys um, just to uh, right into the mic. Get your um, all of your wieners all tingling. Oh my God. Uh, we're never getting sponsored, but we got them Oreo thins. Now you might be making fun of me and be like, "Hey, why don't you go for that mega stuff?" And I'm like, "Nah, that's too big for my mouth. I can't fit it all." So now, <laughs> in all of your food stores around oh you, God. go get those Oreo thins because you get to fit like three in your mouth <laughs> as opposed to one mega stuff. And just do the math. It's three versus one. I think we all know which one wins. Oh my god! Are, are you? Yeah, are you done? Yeah. What? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm you're good. good. Okay, yeah. okay. While while you're while you're chowing down over there, I'll bring up another trade. So, uh, another smaller deal. Michael Dozados to St. Louis for a six round pick. Uh, Dozados not much. He brings uh, St. Louis some defensive help. And honestly, this trade it kind of shows me that St. Louis is actually finally ready to sort of be a competitive team. I mean, the beginning of the year they were they were god awful. But it's looking like they're finally getting back on track. This trade shows me that they're ready to be competitive. And, I mean, honestly, rightfully so with the roster they have. I mean, like, like, do, do you agree with that? Like, I, I feel like this this trade shows St. Louis sort of getting back on track here, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much opinion on this trade, to be honest. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's fair. It's fair. It's a small trade. Definitely a small trade. All right, where could we go now? You know, let's talk about the Boston-Minnesota trade. Coyle, uh, uh, Charlie Coyle is going to Boston in exchange for, uh, uh, what is it? What's what's Donato's first name? I have no idea. 
Ryan Donato. Ryan Donato. You know what? I had it on my tongue, but I'm not sure. I'm not good with first names, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure you did. Sure you did. Whatever. All right. Ryan Donato in a fifth-round pick. So, I mean, this trade really helps both teams. I think Boston might have honestly overpaid a little bit. Like, I, I'm a big fan of Charlie Coyle, but Donato seemed like he was going to be a decent a piece for Boston's future. Um, I don't know. What do, what do, what do you think? <sighs> I think that Boston should have never signed David Backus. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Not really related, but to to the person, the non-intellectual, they might be like, well, that, well, Nelly, that, that comment's like, you know, unrelated. And my rebuttal is, no, it's not. Because they could have just gotten Charlie Coyle and then just had... Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, and Coyle down the middle. But, you know, because they had to sign David Backus, because, you know, he fits the Bruins, the boss, big, bad Boston Bruins. Same reason why they traded away Tyler Sagan, because he didn't fit the scheme. Um, you know, I just... it. They, they're gonna run into issues. I don't. It just seems stupid to me. Nope. Yep. Seems stupid. Definitely a good point right there. That <laughs> surprised you twist that into the back of signing. But you know what? Fair. I'm not. I'm not hating on it at all. Uh, you know, I I hate the boys club. <laughs> um, let's see. What kind of tree we want to dive into? How about we talk about your uh, your golden boy? No, no, I really, I really don't no, want to. No, we're going to, we got to do it. So Derek Broussard and a six-round pick are going to the Colorado Avalanche exchange for a third-round pick. Derek Broussard is worth a third at this point. I mean, this poor guy. <laughs> what the actual fuck, NHL? I, I, can, I can hear you eating. Good. Oh, my God. Um. No, but like, okay. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. It's so dumb. I, go out. Hold on. I gotta put down the Oreo. Put hold down on. the Oreos. Put down the Oreos for this. I'll, I really want to hear you go <laughs> off. I want to hear sound off right now. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Formulating his thoughts. Hold on. I need. I need. I need to take a swig of my crystal light. All right. I'll, I'll give you a second. But personally, what I think about this trade. Uh, I think it definitely helps out Colorado. They get better setter depth. Honest, I think I I kind of shocked they didn't get more defensive help. I don't I don't think they're too strong there, but uh, I think it's definitely a trade that helps out Colorado. Weakens Florida. I'm not sure what Florida's doing, but um, I'm I'm gonna hand it off to Nell right now. I want to hear what he says about uh, his golden boy Derek Broussard. Okay, so first of all, what I want to say first is what in God's name is Florida doing? I have no idea what they're doing. They kind of just all freaking over the place. It's just like, oh, they've acquired these people. Oh, we're going to be competitive. Nope, we're going to get rid of Derek Broussard. What are you doing? Yeah, no. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> Derek Broussard is like the best player that they acquired recently. Not just because he's my golden boy and I'm biased, but like he's better than a third round pick. Like, freaking Kevin Hayes got a first-rounder, and Derek Broussard's not even worth two seconds? What kind of bullshit is this, NHL? And then secondly, why, of all the people that they're actually, that, that Florida got, like, I, I the names are blanking me, right? But they get those names. Why trade away Broussard? Okay, like, yes, great move by Colorado to acquire Derek Broussard. 
but stupid move by Florida. This is why I hate Florida. They should just move that freaking team. They don't deserve a team. When you have the golden boy and Derek Broussard, and then you trade him away just as fast as you got a Japanese prostitute, what the hell is that? This episode sponsored by Crystal Light. Um... Uh, I think personally, well, obviously, I also think that we're not ever getting sponsored ever. But you know what? That's okay. We're having fun here. But um, for this trade, <laughs> what are you talking about? We're sponsored by Crystal Light and Oreo. <laughs> in our dreams, Nell. In our dreams. But um, sort of what I think Florida stance right now. They are definitely a confusing team. But we heard them in the in the rumor mill, sort of trying to go after Panarin and Bobrovsky. That obviously did not work out. So I'm thinking that Florida is taking another step back this year. Yeah, I know another step back. And I think next year it might be the year they finally try and make something happen. You know, they're, they're trading away Broussard, a kind of a, a, a guy that would help out a team right now. I mean, Broussard could be a core piece in any team, really. But thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, I know, I know. But um, yeah, I'm guessing Florida's taking another step back this year, and they're just they didn't get what they wanted. They didn't get those big names. Maybe I mean probably in free agency they'll go after some big names and then go for it next year. But, uh, yeah, Florida's definitely a really, really weird team. Uh, moving on. Are, are, are you good? Wait, wait, one last thing. Oh, yeah, there you go, there you go. Go ahead, go ahead. Great move by Colorado. Really love it. Really going to make that team better because now they have McKinnon, Broussard, and Tyson Jost. Great job. Great job, Colorado. Wish you the best of luck. Hopefully you get in the playoffs so we can see my golden boy back in the playoffs performing clutch as we know he can do. There you go. Good point to edit on. Another trade I want to briefly, briefly touch upon. There's not much you can go into here, but uh, Gustav Nyquist to the San Jose Sharks. Uh, this makes the Sharks look actually honestly much, much better. Um, Nyquist was on Detroit. He's doing all right. He's always been a consistent guy. Good score. So I'm not sure what he's going to do in San Jose. I'm not sure what line he's going to be on. But uh, San Jose is definitely trying to hang with those, hang with the cool kids in the NHL if you catch my drift. <laughs> I love this trade, to be completely honest. It's just so, it's a really good move by both teams. I mean, Detroit, he's just going to, Nyquist is just going to run on Detroit. And Nyquist can help out any team right now. He adds a lot to the table as far as second line forward, consistent scorer. You know, adds some more depth to the San Jose squad, which already has a good amount of depth so look out for them as well as my one of my favorite goalies martin jones between the pipes oh those 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 pads that martin jones has Woo. Woo. Oh, that the just the, the touch the, the subtle touch of seductiveness orange. of the oh, orange gotta love it got to love that so uh moving on uh we'll go to another smaller trade uh marcus johansson uh mojo as he is referred to uh is going to boston bruins exchange for a second and a fourth round pick um, New Jersey's obviously not doing great this year. They're selling. They were sellers at the deadline. Wait, I missed that trade. You missed that? Yeah, where is he going again? I, I think I missed that. Uh, Marcus Johansson is going to Boston in exchange for a second and a fourth. Yeah, I missed that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, All right. it's a good, good trade for Boston. I know one of the funny parts about this trade was that um, Johansson and... Uh, Oh, fuck, I dropped my goldfish. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, I almost lost my train of thought. Uh, Johansson and uh, Brad Marchand, they actually had, like, a lot of beef. And uh, I, f- I forget it was one game. I don't know. There was some sparks, and they were fighting a lot. Like, there was a lot of beef between these two guys, bad, a lot of bad blood. And now they're going to be on the same team. So, interesting to see how that will play out. But um, 
New Jersey was sellers. They got picks, and the Boston's going for it, and they got a guy to help them try and get the cup. So, I think the fighting was just related to, oh, they're a division rival. As you know, they're not a division rival. Excuse me. I almost look like a goddamn idiot. But the Boston Bruins, every team in the Metro hates the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think everyone else, except for you, hates uh, Brad Marchand, so... Nope, don't hate Brad Marsham. Yeah, because you're weird. Okay, moving on. Uh, now, I'm going to let you take the floor with this trade. I want you to talk about the Wayne Simmons trade. Wayne Simmons for Hartman and a fourth. Did you, he- did you hear about this trade? Yes, and ew. You think ew? You, you... I had to swallow, sorry. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> you got to stop, yo. You're, you're done. I'm cutting you off now. I'm cutting you off. I can hear <laughs> I hear you having like a meal over there, my dude. <laughs> I'm I'm literally having a meal over here because I have not eaten and I don't know when the last time I ate. So uh, <coughs> oh it's God. late at night. It's late at night. Jay is forcing me to do this podcast. I'm you know, forcing. He said. Oh. <laughs> he's like. It's like, you know what, Jay? I kind of just want to relax tonight. No, no, like, no, no. I w- You're doing earlier, this podcast. I, earlier I said, hey, let's do it at 4 o'clock right after the deadline. But you were like, no, I have college. What kind, what kind of excuse is that? Ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. A pretty damn good Ridiculous. one. Ridiculous. That's some bullshit. But anyway. All right. Anyway, Wayne, Wayne, Train. Wayne Simmons. Wayne Train's not that good. I'm sorry. He's having a bad day. I don't like him. I never thought he was good. I, I, typically, I, I, I don't really like him. And, you know, good for Nashville. Get another depth player for not that. I mean, what was it? A fourth and what else? It was a. Um, it was Ryan Hartman, who's turning 25 pretty soon. He's not great. I mean, he fetched a uh, first rounder in that uh, Chicago Nashville trade last deadline, but he's not. He's, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, he's not living up to that hype. But uh, Hartman in a fourth was a return in that trade. Okay. All right. Um, good trade for Philly. Kind of just get rid of an older guy. Kind of start to get younger. He wasn't really... You want room for players like Travis Konechny and Nolan Patrick and things like that. So, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, I mean, it's looking like Philly's not really going to go for it this year. Um, I know Philly fans were... At- what are you talking about? Carter Hart's is going to make it. <laughs> Carter Hart's going to lead them to the playoffs. They're, they're golden boy. But, um, no, it, it's looking like Philly's not going to go for it this year. Trading away, like, guy... Someone like Wayne Train. Like, Wayne Train would be Philly's rental, but... They're shipping them out, not bringing too much in. Honestly, I think it's a bit of a weak return for Philly. I think they maybe could have fetched a third somewhere, but um, not much to uh, really go over there. We kind of covered that. Um, no, no, no. Oh, Nell, you got to stop. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, uh, we'll move on here. Uh, the Brandon Montour trade is going. Uh, Brandon Montour is going to Buffalo. In exchange for Brandon Gooley and a first-round pick. This trade was actually beefier than I thought. Anaheim looked to clean up pretty well here getting Brandon Gooley and a uh, first here. I'm actually surprised Anaheim got that much for Montour. I know Montour is a solid defenseman. He's young, too. He's like 24. But uh, still, I thought it was a lot. Yeah, first is a lot. Yeah, I mean, I thought maybe like a second in Gooley. Maybe like a, like a uh, I don't know, just a first. Buffalo's giving up. I'm not sure if it's their first, though. I know they have St. Louis's. And San Jose's as well, but I'm not really sure which one it is. I think it's a conditional pick, but I'm not sure if you know a lot of those players, Nell, in that trade. Do you? What, the Brandon Gooley, Brandon Montour trade? Yeah, are you, are you familiar with Gooley and Montour? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, what, what do you think? Is, is there a winner here, or someone got the bigger end of the stick, or what do you think? I think Anaheim gets the better end of the stick because Montour's not that worth that much to be in my eyes. He's not worth the first. Okay. No, it's fair. Definitely fair. Definitely fair point. In my eyes, Gouli and Montour are, are like they're kind of like the same player. I mean, Gouli's not that good though, not yet. Isn't he younger though? I mean, yeah, he's more of a prospect at right now. Okay, but he's probably gonna be like Montour when he gets to twenty-four. So it's like. No. Yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. It's definitely a fair point. Um, but yeah, I think both teams sort of got, I don't know, honestly, I think, I think Anaheim wins this trade right now. I don't like saying there's winners in trades ever, really, but I, I honestly, I think Anaheim might, might win this trade. So you're telling me that the Devils did not win the Taylor Hall trade? Uh, no, I think, I think, I think, uh, Edmonton sort of cleaned up that trade. I mean, Adam Larson is just an elite defenseman. He's got to win the Norris this year. And, uh, yeah, he's probably going to lead them to a Stanley Cup next year. No doubt about it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I can't even leave the freaking Oilers to a Stanley Cup. Yeah, no, that's true. In a true. video that's game. That's true, that's true. In a video game. In a video yeah, game. Yeah, kind of, you're kind of hopeless right there. I want to talk about one of the most interesting deals or one of the most mind-boggling deals of the entire deadline. The Minnesota Wild trade Mikael Granlin to the Nashville Predators in exchange for Kevin Fiala. Before I before I dissect this trade, because I honestly kind of want to go off here, but I, I want to know what you think. What, what, what do you think about this trade? I'm so mad. You're mad? I am so mad. Why are you mad? Because I love the Wild, and it's just a stupid trade. I mean, Why? I mean, it's it's probably looking like uh, the new GM in uh, Minnesota. He's not that new, but it's uh, it's no, it's such a stupid trade. I can't wrap my hand around it. Mikael Granlin is one of the most underrated players in the league. That's just a fact. He's one of the best two-way players. He's young too. I want to say he's 26, 25, around that age. He's a great centerman, Dallas. Probably one of their best. He's better than Eric Stahl. For Fiala, who's I mean, I don't want to say he's unproven. I feel like most people know who Kevin Fiala is and sort of what he brings to the table. He's 22. He is younger. Not by a lot. I don't see Fiala getting better than Granlin. I, I don't I don't know if the Minnesota GM thinks that he he's aiming for a certain window to win the cup in Minnesota. But this trade makes no sense. Nashville 100% won this deal. Okay, but like let's let's dissect this, right? Okay. Break this down for a second. So, if you were to look at this, they already traded Nino Niederreiter in the year as well. I think they're just trying to free up cap, but they could have gotten a pick as well. They could have gotten Fiala in a second for Granlund. Yeah, I def I definitely think they could have. I think, I think uh, the I think they're tanking. I think they're I think they're I think they're they're like we're not gonna make the playoffs. It's not good for us to make the playoffs anymore. It, it, it does. It doesn't matter though. That this trade isn't fair value by any means. <laughs> I know, but like I'm trying to use my boneheaded mind to try to figure out. You're trying. You're trying to put yourself in like a Minnesota, a Minnesota shoes right now. Like why they would do? Yeah. This. No. Yeah. I understand. It, I don't think there's any point of view you can look at this to try and justify what Minnesota did. Honestly, like I think it was a bad trade, but I'm just trying to get the idea behind the trade. I'm over. The, the trade is bad. But I'm trying to understand deeper why make this trade in the first place. Yeah, no, I, I no, I definitely agree with you, and I, I can't, I can't see, 
I can't see Glass half full right here. Doesn't make any sense to me. Nashville wins that trade and gives them a great shot. Great help in winning the cup this year. We'll see what they do. Um, so Columbus and and Nashville were like the the biggest in the trade deadline yeah, this year. I mean, we're not even done. We still got two more blockbusters right now. Um, obviously, one of the trades that Columbus made, the Duchesne trade. Columbus receives Duchesne and Julius Bergman, who was also moved later on. We'll get to him later. And Ottawa received Vitaly Abramov, um, uh, Jonathan Davidson, I think that's his name, and two first-round picks. Uh, personally, I think both teams definitely got fair value here. I mean, Duchesne, for, for Ottawa to trade Duchesne and get two first and good prospects in Abramov and Davidson, I think that's a great return. And Columbus got great help right there in Duchesne. Like, I don't think people know how good Duchesne actually is. I don't know. I, I don't think you're that high on Duchesne. I'm... I, I'm a big... No, I'm not. I, I honestly think he's overrated. I don't. I think Duchesne is honestly maybe even underrated. Probably underrated, yeah. I honestly I think Duchesne's underrated. And I think both teams got a uh, great, great trade here. Great trade, no doubt. Um, I disagree. What, what do you think? What do you think? I think for this year, Columbus wins the trade. Definitely get more help. But uh, all right, no, look, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying two I'm not saying, firsts, I'm not saying, and they're hey, gonna hey, lose I'm Bobrovsky saying, and Panarin. I'm not saying win the trade, but do you think both teams got like fair value? No, really. Two firsts is too much. Plus two prospects is too much for Duchesne. I don't know about that. A first and two prospects, fine. But when you add in the second pros, the second first. It's kind of just like, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you doing right here? Um, I mean, these pros yeah. the prospects aren't fantastic. Like, one's 21 and one's 22. They're both decent, but... I get that, but Duchesne's worth a single first. Uh, I disagree. Kevin Hayes fetched a first, uh, a 22-year-old prospect, and a, and a fourth. Because... Put put We're that stupid. No, no. Put you gotta put that in perspective. That this is the value that people are fetching. Kevin Hayes is like a twenty-six-year-old guy. He's young too. Uh, Duchesne also has sort of age on his side. Like uh, the I, way I view it is, we got lucky with the Winnipeg trade to get that. Well, first. We'll, ta we'll talk about the range trade in, in a rag talk, but I mean, I I think both teams in this Duchesne trade get fair value. Nah. Really, I think uh, I think um, Ottawa gets a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I think I think both of our point of views revolve around how we how we per uh, how we perceive Matt Duchesne. Um, well, yeah, one hundred percent. That's it's one hundred percent based on that. But yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna convince me that he's good, okay? The Columbus had Dirk for start, okay? Just bring him back. I I, oh, I, I mean I. <sighs> you gotta think about Duchesne though. You gotta think about this. Has Duchesne ever been on a good team? Yes. No, he hasn't. Yeah, he has. No, he hasn't. In his earlier years with Colorado, those teams were decent. Yeah, well, decent. But, I mean, he's not playing on any good lines there. Like, Duchesne, ha we haven't seen the best of Duchesne. I guess. Yeah, I brought up a good point. But yeah, like, I brought up a good point. You know, you know. But I have a rebuttal. What's your rebuttal? Look at McDavid and look at Crosby. I know they're the best in the world. 
okay, so that's maybe that's not the best example because they're like the they they're like competing for the best of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's not the best example. You drink, but Team Usalani was trash. <laughs> did you did you just drink in between your points? <laughs> oh my god. No. Oh my god. Okay, keep going. No, no, I cleared my throat. Um, but Timu Solani was on a shit. Look at Timu Solani's team when he scored all those goals. When he scored like seventy six goals in his rookie year. Yeah. Ins- and insane. I wouldn't say Timu. I wouldn't say Timu Solani is a generational talent. I would say he's an elite caliber player, like you claim Duchesne to be. And Duchesne hasn't proved anything, even though he's on a bad team. No, I I, I disagree with you. I think Timo Solani and Duchesne are completely different levels. Like I think Timo Solani would be like a present day, maybe like a Steven Stamkos or Kucherov. Nah. Yeah, like see, we we just we just perceive players differently, and that's uh. That's why we do. That's why we disagree, and that's why. But like, look at Duchesne. He just looks like an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he, he is a bit of an asshole. Honestly, he's a bit of a brat. Um, so is JT Miller. Okay. <laughs> JT Miller. Uh, just want to get that out there. All right. This next trade. It. This was one that came in, I believe, after three o'clock. I think personally, it's the biggest trade of the deadline. The Vegas Golden Knights receive Mark Stone and Tobias Lindbergh in exchange and going uh, from Ottawa in exchange for Eric Branstrom, Oscar Lindbergh, and a second round pick. Before I fully dissect this trade, which I am very excited to, what do you think? What do you think? Well, what about what part of it? Any part. Your full your full synopsis of the trade. What do you what do you what do you think? Um. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I mean, are you familiar with Eric Branstrom? No, I am. No, 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 I am. He he is definitely a all star caliber player. At least in my opinion, he will be. I'm just surprised that Mark Stone went to Vegas. Yeah, I honestly didn't see that coming. I know Vegas is definitely. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the word I w- I want to say here, but they're. They're they're wild, I guess. I, I'm really slipping on the word. Wild nut. I no, I guess you could say they're risky. Ah, wild nut. I guess you could say they're risky. I mean, we heard them t- tr- trying to go for Eric Carlson last year, so they're definitely not uh, afraid to take a shot, and they definitely did that here. But I need to go into this trade. So Mark Stone, no doubt about it, is one of the most under underrated players in the league. I know we already said that about uh, Mikhail Granlin, but I don't think people understand how good Mark Stone is yeah, as a two way player. He can play. He, he's good offensively too. He can Mark Stone can be on your top power play unit and your top PK unit, and he's he's not flawed in any of these areas. He can do it all. He signed an extension too. I think it was like eight years at nine point five, which is a lot. But you know what? It uh, it might just be worth it. Tobias Lindbergh, not a big part of the trade. Eric Branstrom though. I'm, so you love your two ways. I love my two ways. I got you got to appreciate your two way players, of course. Um, You're like, oh, Granlin, he's so good. He's a solid two-way player. Mark Stone is a solid two-way player. Yeah, of course. You, you, gotta, you gotta bring up the two-way players. And then you're gonna be like, Sebastian Ajo, a solid two-way player. Of course. Okay, just continue. <laughs> I can't. Uh, but yeah, Ottawa's front, Branstrom, Lindbergh in a second. I am very high on Eric Branstrom. I do think he is going to be a top-five defenseman in the league, especially top-five in points. He might be the most. He might be scoring the most points as a defenseman in the, in the NHL in like five years down the road. 
he's definitely going to be in a pair with Chabot some point in his career. That pairing is going to be filthy, and I am so excited to watch that pairing. But I think Brandstrom is an elite prospect, and I, I think both teams got very fair value right here, especially with the second here. Uh, Lindbergh's nothing much, but um, yeah, I think fair value both ways, no doubt. Oh, I, I, for this trade, I 100% agree. Fair trade value. Now, Duchesne, on the other hand. Oh no, I'm kidding. God. We're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> Derek Broussard should have gotten a first, whatever. All right, so that was all the major and somewhat minor trades across the NHL, but uh, we haven't covered uh, our, our, our boys in blue, the New Yorker. Crystal Light. <laughs> God. Uh, sponsor us, Crystal Light. Why not? Uh, the New York Ragnars, though. <laughs> It's time for Rag Talk. This is part of the podcast where we talk about uh, me and Nelly's favorite Rag team, Talk. The Rangers. Rag Talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rag Talk. So we are talking about a little bit before. Winnipeg acquires Kevin Hayes in exchange for Brennan Lemieux, a first-round pick, and a conditional fourth uh, that we would acquire if uh, Winnipeg wins the cup. Uh, I'm fine with this deal. I am definitely am. I mean, Lemieux is 22 years old. He's got like 11 points in like 40-something games right now. He's, he's definitely a very gritty player. He gets in a lot of fights. You look up his highlights. It's a lot of fights. A couple goals here and there. But um, I'm, I'm excited to see what he brings. First round pick. Tanner Glass 2.0. Oh, my gosh. Shut the fuck up. Uh, but the first round pick, it's a good pick in a deep draft. And, yeah, I, th- I think we got a fair value. Uh, I feel like Zuccarello should have been a first. But oh. this is the Kevin Hayes trade. Uh, okay. We're talking about Kevin Hayes. I know. I just wanted to really talk about the Zuccarello one. Anyway, uh, no, this is definitely a solid trade. I think the Rangers maybe even got a little bit more than they should have for Kevin Hayes, but really? I'm okay with that. I I disagree. I don't. I think I think we. I don't know if Kevin Hayes is worth a first. He def, No, he. I think he really is. He has. He's he's somewhat close to point per game, and he's 26 years old. So he's definitely a, a guy that you can hold on to your team for the long haul. I think he rounds out your top six quite nicely on any team. So I, I think he's definitely a first. I was ex- I was definitely expecting this, maybe maybe even more, but I'm content with this. So, do you think that Kevin Hayes would be second line or third line? Like, where's Brian Little fit in? Um, honestly, I'm not sure because I know early in the season it was Brian Little and Line. I know that's the pairing they were rolling with. Um, I think Kevin Hayes is pretty interchangeable. I feel like you could probably slot him anywhere on the Winnipeg lineup. Throw him on the top line. Hell, why not? Anywhere, really. Um, honestly, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. I'm kind of curious where do they slot him in, what line he's on. But um, any final remarks here? Uh, no, I think this was just a solid trade overall. Yeah, definitely a solid trade. I'm, I'm pretty content with this trade. I, and also, I don't know why, but... I, I I think I'm gonna really like Brendan Brendan Lemieux. I just got I got a gut feeling that I'm just, he's just gonna be one of my favorite Rangers. I don't know why. Ah, <laughs> uh, Derek Broussard. Oh my God, you you, you got to move on now. It's like it's like a breakup. It's been too long. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I will not have that on the official Peter Shirley podcast. This is okay. not the Peter Shirley podcast. <laughs> shut. The, this is that hockey podcast. <laughs> Did did we even say this is that hockey podcast or? <laughs> I don't even think we. Uh, no, people still think we're talking about stuff that. Okay, weird, weird, weird. Um, speaking of breakups, though, Zuccarello is going to Dallas Stars in exchange for a conditional second and a conditional third. The conditional second is that um, 
The second will become a first-round pick if Dallas wins two playoff rounds, which won't happen. And the third-round pick will become a first if Zuccarello resigns in which Dallas. Which could happen. Which definitely could happen. Um, personally, it, it's it's tough. I would have really liked to have gotten a guaranteed first, but um, I, I like the trade. I do. It's it's tough to see Zuc go, but you know what? We, we have a possibility of getting two first-round picks. It's kind of hard to be upset about it although the chances aren't likely aren't uh yeah the chances aren't likely but i mean i like the trade and then he gets hurt for a month yeah he, he plays his he, debut he played his first game got a goal assist and hurt and he's out for four weeks i mean that's that sucks it is what it is <laughs> losers stupid dallas stupid. trying to be a real team <laughs> No, no, we have, we have to root for Dallas. We want them to win playoff rounds. <laughs> well, people were saying that about Tampa. Like, I actually will root for Dallas because I have a Tyler Sagan jersey. That is, whoo, that is a sexy jersey. But, of course. Um, Tampa Bay, I'm not rooting for fucking Tampa Bay to win the cup. Everyone expects them to win the you're cup. So, I like the underdog. Oh, you're such a bad Rangers fan now. <laughs> well, I'm a good underdog story fan, okay? I like the underdog story. I... I mean, in this case, I would usually agree with you, but in this case, I more than 100% disagree. You know 100% I'm rooting so hard for Calgary. Like, you don't even know. I can't wait till the Calgary Flames play whoever they play and get demolished in four games and are done. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Well, I will be at your house watching you cry when my Winnipeg Jets... My Winnipeg Jets. Hold on a second. My Calgary Flames win the Stanley Cup. You see, that's just not gonna happen. We made we made the bet last podcast. If Tampa wins Stanley Cup, you're buy, you're you're buying me the mac and cheese bites. But if uh, if Calgary wins, which won't happen, then I'll I guess I'll buy you them. But um, you buy me two no, because it's, it's I didn't less say likely. Two. I did not say that. No, it's. It's two because it's less likely. It's more likely that Tampa wins the cup versus Calgary. And if you're so confident that Calgary's not going to win, you should make it two. No. I stumped you. That was crystal clear logic, and you didn't have a rebuttal. Oh, my God. Okay, regardless, though, we got one more trade to wrap up the podcast. And, uh, oh, no. You know what I forgot? What? I forgot Tweet of the Week. Well, we can do it now. All right, I'm going to do it now. Okay, so let's take it back now, y'all. Let's, go. <laughs> let's take it back now. What's wrong with you? Um, uh, How do you have more subs? Because <laughs> I, I, I have an entertaining voice and a soothing voice. Boom, roasted. Shut up. <laughs> no, uh, boys, this is the time of the podcast where we uh, bring up Tweet of the Week. It's where we take to Twitter, find a Tweet of the Week that uh, sort of sums up and uh, not really sums up the week, but something that, you know, maybe funny, maybe just brings up a good point. Uh, this is back to the March stuff. I story. hit up Crystal Light. What? <laughs> For Tweet of the Week. I know it's going to be when I hit up Crystal Light. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's not that. But but I did hit them up for a sponsorship on uh, Nation Feels, so. You're just plugging yourself right there, weird, weird, weird. Um, but uh, Tweet of the Week, it's, it's... It was subtle, it was subtle. It's, it's tweet of the Week is back to this Mark Stone trade. This tweet's by at uh, Mr. Booth underscore seven, quality tweet right here. He he sort of staged it as a retweet, so it's like RT Mark Stone. It says, not every day you get to live a childhood dream, and it's a picture of him as a child, but it's like photoshopped in in a Las Vegas Golden Knights uh, a bed set. <laughs> 
so funny. It's this it's this like shutter shock image of just a child on a bed with his like adult face on with just a a a Vegas Golden Knights bedspread and it's 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 just too much. It's so funny. <laughs> Childhood dream. Yeah, obviously, obviously this is referring to the uh, John Tavares uh, whole sweepstakes last year where he, the picture surfaced of him in the uh, Maple Leafs be- uh, uh, whatever the bedspread it was but um, definitely I think it's just pajamas yeah no it actually wasn't pajamas I, I, oh no it was the comforter yeah, it was and the comforter yeah. but uh, definitely a quality tweet right there and uh, that's our tweet of the week so I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that Let's get back to Rackley. Any final trades? Yeah, we got one more. The the, Mc, the McQuaid trade. We traded McQuaid to the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for a fourth, seventh, and uh, Julius Bergman. He was a part of the um, the Duchesne deal. Uh, Columbus got uh, Bergman from Ottawa, and we got uh, we got Bergman from Columbus. So uh, I actually looked into it. Bergman's actually pretty good. He's only like 22, and I think he's a decent defenseman. I'm not really sure about his stats, but you know what? I'll, I'll definitely take that. That's a great return for McQuaid, honestly. Dylan McElrath. What? What, what about him? <laughs> I'm saying he's another bust defenseman that no one cares about. What, why? Why are you gonna be so glass half empty now? You know he. This could be the next freaking Eric Carlson. You don't know. Do you want to know why I'm so like negative toward the Jets? I mean, not the Jets. Well, yes, the Jets, but uh, the Ra- the Rangers. Why? Because nothing ever works out. You... Like, everything where it's like, oh, this will be cool and good, it doesn't work out. What, what's the, what's the, give, give me an instance of something really not working out. Well, I already gave you one, Dylan McElrath. Okay, well that that's just gonna happen. Every team has every team has busts. Ryan Grupp. Okay, Ryan Grupp is elite, but it's, okay, no, no, he wasn't even like a high pick though. No, but he played with Matthew Barzal. Like, could some of that rub off on him? No. You you can say that about so many players though. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm just used to all of my favorite teams sucking. You're just the being, Atlanta Legends you're just right being now a negative Nancy. You're just a negative Nancy. That's that's the only way to put it. That's the only way you to put it. You could have very easily said negative Nelly. Negative Nelly. I should have said that. Damn it, that would have been so much cleaner. <sighs> I'm like, who the hell is Nancy? Um, yeah, but uh we're pretty much done Are here. you cheating on me with Nancy? Um Nancy Nancy, go. Nancy go. Uh, what? You sound like you're talking to a dog. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> All right, boys. Nancy's a dog. I, I've had enough. I've had enough of this cheating from my co-host. Actually, my guest. Uh, so I um, am not a guest. Gonna... I am a co-host. Stop. I am the host. You are the I guest. I am the only one with actual logic on this podcast. I'm not the one chowing down on some Oreo thins and swigging freaking liquids in between my points so i would watch yourself buddy boy uh it's crystal light and we're sponsored by them oh yeah sorry chris and uh yeah so shut your mouth all right well that's gonna end it for this podcast uh hope you boys enjoyed um it's not as long as the last one we almost died from the last one so we're like we got to keep it short yeah keep our fans entertained yeah. um 
and I think it's just going to about do it. So, um, to, any last plugs? Should we plug ourselves real quick? Uh, yeah, I think I'll go ahead and plug myself. You guys got me on YouTube at uh, Stone Hand Steve. I post NHL franchise videos along with Nell, who will plug himself in a second. But check me out there. Also on Twitter at Stone Hand Steve. I tweet uh, as uh, as frequent as the news pop up. I'm pretty much just strictly NHL in there. But you know what? You can give me a follow, Nell. What's your ats? Um. So you can uh, follow me on YouTube, the better YouTuber than Jay at um, mm-hmm. Feels Bad Nation. Sure. Quality stuff. There's a purple dinosaur as my logo, so you know it's better. And uh, you can follow me up at um, on Twitter at Nation Feels. Really want to die that I couldn't get the handle. Yeah, you suck. I don't know who has it. It's probably some. Probably Fidel Castro has my Twitter handle, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's gonna do it, boys. Anyway, that's gonna end it for this podcast. Thanks for listening if you made it this far, and uh, we'll see you boys in the next one. So, all right, peace. Yeah.